0: the weather's getting warmer so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to shorts and tees and bikinis and for anything i'm trying to update in my wardrobe i'm not trying to spend a small fortune let me tell you about quince because i just found a bikini top and bottom $50 high quality 25 for the top 25 for the bottom there is a certain australian shearling slipper that i've been looking for and i found it for $50 on quince By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost to the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lexi for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lexi to get free shipping and 365 day returns quince.com lexi let's talk wellness ladies i know some of you love yourself a new wellness brand something to hop on and let me tell you about fleur Marche. they deliver simple quality and affordable wellness solutions founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers hustlers and activists on the front lines of change their mission is to help you feel 100 percent every single day with fun and easy to understand plant-powered wellness products Their plant-based wellness patches deliver ingredients topically. These ingredients are then absorbed into the skin and into the bloodstream. You just stick it right on your skin. They're vegan, cruelty-free, latex-free, tested for pesticides, herbicides, and other contaminants before and after production. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get a special discount just for the at Lexi listeners. Get 20% off your first order site wide with promo code Lexi at checkout. Orders over $50 get free shipping. Go to fleurmarche.com and use code Lexi for 20% off your first order. Hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast. Thanks for tuning in. I am back live, real time, back from Europe. I went on my first vacation of the summer, went with a group of six friends to London, then Mallorca, and then Madrid. I was gone for two weeks, and it was way too short. I could have gone for so much longer. And it worked out so seamlessly. It worked out in such a way that I couldn't have asked for a better trip just from the jump. We all had different airlines that we were loyal to, and so we didn't all take the the same flight. Also, some of us were flying out of different cities. So I booked a flight that worked for me, and then the day before, got lunch with one of the girls that was going on the trip. We found out that we had the same flight, and we live down the street from each other. So we got to ride together. She called an UberX, a black Escalade picked us up, matte black, so luxurious for no reason at all. I also had the nicest seat I've ever flown in, in a plane, it was not first class, but it was comfort plus. And I had no one sitting next to me. I was in the section of four seats. So sometimes on these larger planes, you have in a row, a set of two, a set of four, and a set of two, or sometimes a set of three, a set of four and a set of three i was in the set of four i was on the left side and there was a man sitting on the right side and both of us had no one sitting next to us so we got to stretch out for two seats worth and him and i were just laughing the whole time we're like we got so lucky and there was no one behind me so i could really lean back talk about comfort talk about comfort plus it was quite a treat then we all met up in the airport and we took a ride to the hotel we also stayed in the nicest hotel but the car that we had taken to the hotel from the airport was one where we got to face each other. So instead of rows of seats, there were three friends riding backwards facing us and three of us facing forward. So it was almost like we were in a living room and we were playing 20 questions and it was quite fun. Then we get to our hotel. We stayed in the nicest hotel. We were celebrating one of my friend's birthdays and we just had ourselves a gorgeous, short week in London where the weather was perfect and we went vintage shopping and we went to this garden and a restaurant that was at an all-boys school and ate traditional food that was so fresh and gorgeous and played with dogs that were there. And we went to Harrods, which I had never been to, which... Oh my god, I spent a small fortune on a crossbreed of strawberries and raspberries called strawsberries. Also, a friend of mine, he spent, I believe, 30 pounds on a bag of strawberries. A little treat. So we were eating a bag of 30 pound strawberries, which is 30 pound as in the price, not the weight. We went to Hyde Park, laid in the grass, played leapfrog we did backflip those that could do backflips cartwheels round offs, just playing we had a little recess we went out danced enjoyed ourselves it was good and then we flew to Mallorca which is an island off of Spain and the weather was forecasting storms so my friend that had kind of planned that leg of the trip was getting very nervous we arrive. it's not storming the weather is gorgeous we stayed at a house in the mountains that looks like it was plucked out of a storybook. The mountain towns in Majorca are these small little villages that look like they exist in a faraway land. I've never... Oh, it is truly one of the most beautiful, magical places I've ever seen. And then the beaches that we went to. First of all, you're in the Mediterranean, so it's a sea rather than an ocean that has crashing waves, so the water's quite settled. You have a little bit of motion in the ocean, but you're not going to wash away. It's effectively a gigantic pool. And there's sand that you can park up on, spend all day there swimming. Then there's rocks on either side that you can also park up at, which is what we did. And you're jumping off the side, into the ocean and it's so so good I love myself an ocean I love myself a pool so I think a sea is probably absolute euphoria to me I didn't even post enough photos that was the feedback I got from my friends because when I got back they're all like how was it how was it it looked amazing and I was like it was amazing no you didn't post enough we wanted more and there were other people on the internet that I was following that were also in Europe at this time and they were overloading on content because they were posting so much in my head i thought okay so the the people of the internet are getting plenty of euro content right now but i forgot that i have actual friends in my own personal life that don't really care about what people on the internet are doing they care what i'm doing <sighs> but i do have one photo of me floating in the seat because one of the best pieces of advice that we got from our friend that sort of planned this mallorca trip was to go to one of the souvenir stores. We all got towels and we got floats, so we had little rafts that we could float in in the sea. Game-changing, absolutely game-changing. We stopped at this small market every day to get peaches and plums, different stone fruit and ham and cheese sandwiches, because obviously the ham in Spain is to die for. I eat so much ham and cheese. This past week since arriving back home, I've eaten a lot of vegetables. So after Mallorca, which was such a short trip, I mean, we were there three days, I believe. Too short, too short. But I highly recommend if you're going to Mallorca, it's worth renting a car, staying in the mountains, and driving to the beach every day. It took us about 45 minutes to an hour to get to the beach, but going back home into these gorgeous mountains was beyond worth it. There's not a doubt in my mind that when I go back, I will do the same thing. Then we went to Madrid, which I've been to Madrid a few times before. And Madrid is a great city. It's a great city. I love the quality of life, not to be the most annoying person. The quality of life specifically in Spain works really well for me because I'm someone that loves to get up, have myself a day. I love a nap and I love to stay up all night. And that is the lifestyle of the average person in Spain. You have your little siesta and then you stay out. And the thing about the night time in Madrid is that it's not just your 20 somethings, 30 somethings that are out at midnight. You're passing a very respectable 70, 80 something year old couple walking back from dinner. And you look at the clock and it's midnight. But the sun just went down about an hour or two ago, and they're making their way home. I saw children having a fun quality of life, tweens, teens, young adults, middle-aged senior citizens. I also noticed that there were a lot of disabled people in Madrid, was an observation that I made. I saw a good bit of people in wheelchairs, which in New York City, I hardly saw anyone in wheelchairs. I mean. it it would be so inaccessible. New York City seems like a very, very difficult city to be disabled in. And in Madrid, that was a pleasant surprise to see people with physical disabilities living a high quality of life in a city. We landed in Madrid, it was gorgeous weather, went out and got ourselves some drinks, met up with one of my family friends for dinner, and then went to this other place at night and ran into some people from Los Angeles. Seeing friendly faces while abroad is really nice. For example, I went to Paris in September during fashion week and I saw several friends from Los Angeles and New York that were also in Paris at that time, which makes the adjustment experience a lot easier. Not that I was having any adjustment issues, but going out for a drink and sitting at a table with some people that I've gone out with in Los Angeles was fun and a nice surprise. Then the next day we went to Retiro which is a park, and spent the day trying to recreate our beach life. So we were tanning on a picnic blanket and playing just like childlike games. All of the park days were really fun. Those were some of my favorites. And then the next day we went shopping. Though we went shopping in London, I didn't purchase anything. I only purchased a pair of sunglasses my entire trip in London. But in Spain, I was hitting gold. I was striking gold. I got two dresses what else did i get i got two dresses a skirt a top two dresses a skirt and a top okay it's funny i love clothes but i'm not the biggest shopper that being said i did just go in on an essence sale purchase i got a little mini skirt a mini dress a maxi dress and a flower pot i will have to do a little hall. And then we went to La Noche and had ourselves a night out. Do we have two proper nights out? Or I think we only had one like real, real night out where we were getting home at, I don't know, six in the morning, one of those. But I love that because six in the morning Spain feels like two in the morning LA and four in the morning New York. It just, it, it all becomes comparable. Then we went to the Prado Museum. I got to see Adam and Eve. I also was able to see the Garden of Earthly Delights, which I had... I'd known the painting, but I didn't know the name of it. I haven't studied art history, but I connected with that painting so much that it's currently the wallpaper of my phone, and seeing it in person was breathtaking. That was one of the pieces that I could have stared at for hours. Really, really, really interesting. It was too short. The trip was too short, but it all worked out so nicely. Everything was very effortless. There were no flight delays. There were no crazy fights or bickering or you know the group worked well we all maintained good relations we're on the same page the biggest fight that we got in was on the day that we were going to the park in Spain we were going to Retiro i wanted to get carrots and figs and some things to munch on at the park and they didn't want carrots or figs and i was like oh my god i am just simply on a different page <laughs> sorry it's not even funny it's just like that everything worked out so smoothly like for that to be the complaint it was a good trip then i arrived back in los angeles and not to toot my own horn with my good weather luck lately but we received some of the best weather that london had had all year incredible weather in majorca i don't know if madrid was having bad weather but it was exceedingly lovely while we were there and then when i get back to los angeles after a month of gray i showed up and it was all blue skies so what did i do my first day after sleeping I went to Malibu the next day, and we had a friend in town from New York who was staying in my room while I was gone. Took her with me to Malibu. Oh my God. Malibu Tuesdays are back. Malibu Mondays, Malibu Fridays. It can't be Malibu Mondays because I record the podcast, but it does have a ring to it. Last summer, I tried to go to Malibu every single week. I'd either go by myself, I'd bring friends that were in town, friends that were around. I loved it, and it felt like such a good kickoff after such a good trip to show up back to Los Angeles, drive to Malibu, and have myself a beach day. Also, I have a really good tan going on right now, which definitely feels fun and sexy, and I'm loving it. Also, I don't know if you guys follow me on Instagram, but I was wearing the trashiest outfit on this Malibu day. Wow, I really didn't post any photos abroad. I posted three photos London, Mallorca, Mallorca. I didn't post anything for Madrid. I have so many photos. In our group album, we have 1800 photos. We have 1849 photos and 150 videos. There is content that could be posted, but I was just so busy, you know, like doing the things. I digress. When I was in Malibu, I was wearing the trashiest bathing suit because it was neon, and it really brought out my tan. And I had some dirty hair, so I put a hat on, but I'm not really a baseball cap girl. So I had this destroyed cowgirl hat from last summer, put that on. Also, I drive a 2010 Honda Accord. So the whole thing was just giving budget, and uh, my friend took photos of me just, like, cheering out the window. And my caption was, get in, sweet thing. We're going to 7-Eleven. Living my best life. It's been it's been nice. Life has been treating me very sweetly lately. Cuz you know, it ebbs and flows and right now I'm in a flow. Also, I had content to create for a brand and my friend that was staying with us is so creative. She really is and she helped me film the content. She actually helped me edit it, which I'm always editing my own stuff and it's really made me reconsider getting someone to help edit when I do have content to make because maybe even though I know how to edit it might not be my strong suit. I'm always contemplating outsourcing and then I get stubborn about it and think no I can do it all myself. I don't really know what the root of that is why I can't ask for help but it's just I know I trust myself but then my friend offering to help me film was like I can edit it for you I was like, sure, why not? And then seeing what she came up with, it was amazing. And I was like, why do I not do this? I should pay her. Also, this week was the Aesop book event. I went last year. Aesop hosts this event in Los Angeles and in New York every year, where they host a queer library in their store. So I believe in New York it's in Soho, and then in Los Angeles it's in Silver Lake. On all the shelves that they normally have products, they have books and one shelf is always dedicated to different band books and you get to pick a book and it's so nice because I love dressing up going to a little event love stop love reading it was the perfect little evening i also noticed that i had a ton of class pass points which if you're not a member of class pass you should definitely definitely joined because it's only getting more expansive but because I was gone I had a ton of points that were going to expire so I was just looking at some of the bougier things that I wouldn't necessarily use my points on on a regular basis and was getting them for myself so I have acupuncture I'm leaning into it if you listen to my last episode I had a slightly um negative experience with acupuncture but I'm not I still believe in acupuncture I just had a strange moment with it but I wanted to clarify that I still am very much pro acupuncture so I whatever I'm cutting this off the class fast points one of the things I used it towards was contrast therapy which is when you're swapping between a cold plunge and a sauna and I'd done this with Claudia because she has a cold plunge and a sauna and she's been traveling and I was like that was so much fun let me try this again and when we did it We finished on the sauna because that's very relaxing. However, when I did it myself, I finished on the cold plunge, and that left me feeling orgasmic. I truly had a post-sex glow when I was leaving that gym. Oh my god, if you haven't tried cold exposure, I cannot recommend it enough. I was sitting in a tub of 45 degree water, and... I was I always try to go easy on myself. So this is the third time I've ever done a cold plunge. My friend's is 55 degrees. This one was 45, so because it was a little bit colder, rather than going in for 5 minutes, I was like, "Let's do 3." But after 30 seconds, you start to numb and you're no longer cold. So then I went for 5 and then I went for 6. And I was really proud of myself and I definitely am going to do that again. Just there were some fun little things that I treated myself to throughout the work week. Uh, And then over the weekend, I went to a friend's birthday. It was actually like two friends' birthdays. And one of them hired a magician. So I definitely entertained myself watching that magician for at least, I'm not exaggerating, maybe 40 minutes. (laughs) I was just standing there watching all of his tricks. What did I do on Saturday? Lord, oh, (laughs) Saturday. Saturday, Tyra and I did nothing We opened up the doors to our deck, so we had a ton of indoor-outdoor time. We watched Love Island sitting on the deck, so our deck faces the living room. So if you open up both of the doors, you can just see into the TV. So we watched Love Island, and then I put on a bathing suit, and I tanned and read on the deck. And then I took mushrooms and watched Avatar 2 for the first time. And I loved it. I loved it oh my god if you haven't seen the second avatar i cannot recommend it enough yes it's three hours but it flies by it flies by the relationship between the younger son and his whale-like creature just about melted my heart truly just about melted my heart speaking of melting my heart Has anyone's TikTok for you page had that boy from the UK, that sweet young gentleman, I should say, from the UK who is working on his stammer and stutter and trying to build his confidence through having public conversations or conversations through ordering at a drive-thru come on it's the sweetest thing it's the sweetest thing he goes up to people at the park and he's like hi i have a stutter i'm trying to work on my confidence i'd love to have a conversation it's so so sweet oh it's just so wholesome and after a day of doing nothing on saturday we met up with my friend drew and another one of our friends and we went to this amazing restaurant we had the best table guys i've been getting so lucky Stayed at the best hotel, was having the best cars, was having the best weather, we had the best table, and had just a lovely little meal. Also, the valet guy thought I was an actress. He's like, I remember you. I was like, you do? Me. Has never been to this restaurant before. He's like, yeah, you're that new actress, Sadie. I don't know who he thinks I am, but he definitely smiled and thought I was an actress, which was flattering. And then one of the waitresses told me how beautiful I was and how much he loved my outfit. I was like everybody's being so nice I was so flattered looking up at the universe being like thank you guys thank you gods above whatever y'all are doing appreciate it and then Sunday my friend had a pool party and okay so you know how I told you I went to a party on Friday my friend hired a magician I don't know if my friend hired this woman but all I know is that in the middle of this pool party my friend Morgan goes, Okay, bagpipes are starting in four minutes <laughs> We go up to the roof and we watch a girl play the bagpipes. <laughs> I asked her, I was like, How did this um come about? She said she studied abroad in Scotland and took the class as a joke and then really took to it. <laughs> Imagine just playing the bagpipes and realizing that you're randomly a natural. So This girl in her one-piece bandana bathing suit and colored Polaroid Ray-Ban sunglasses was on a roof of this Los Angeles house playing the bagpipes. Felt like a glitch, let me tell you. But it was fun to listen to. So got to have myself a pool day, came back, relaxed a little bit. Tyra and I watched The Entourage because I feel like the equivalent not to be offensive, to the great show that is Sex and the City, but Sex and the City is four women, female perspective, New York City, and Entourage seems to be four men, male perspective, Los Angeles, and I'm having fun watching it. Also, all the episodes seem to end on a high note, and that's what we need more of in this life, because all these new shows are leaving you feeling unsettled. There's way too much television these days that finish episodes Leaving you a little gut wrenched, confused, sad, disturbed. And I leave and finish these episodes smiling, having a bit of faith in humanity, having some giggles, something that's not that deep. Because there's a lot of performative deep at the moment on, in uh, media culture where it's like, are you really even telling us an interesting narrative? Or are you just giving us trauma porn? I can't have that. So we watched Entourage. I went to sleep. Here I am, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, in the morning, ready for a new week. Had a meeting at the studio with a brand that I think could be a really good match for me. It's always fun getting to have a meeting with a smaller brand that you think you could grow with. Because of course, I love, you know, getting to work with these bigger brands, like getting to create an Instagram reel for Redkin or work with Nike, or even mid-sized brands of getting to post from a jury, or who else? Like, Thred Up I love, and Half Days. These are all fun, but then when you see a brand that it's still just very, very, very new, that's that's the meeting I had before this, and that's nice. It's exciting. So I'm excited for this week ahead. The weather's looking good. Let's double check. Let's see what Los Angeles is looking like. Bright, sunny gorgeous what am i reading no one asked me (laughs) i just asked myself to prompt that because i was looking at my tote and i saw my books normally i read one book at a time but if they're very different i can read two books at a time fiction wise i'm reading jitterbug perfume by tom robbins last year i read his book even cowgirls get the blues and this one i'm still getting into it um but i'm committed and the second book I got is Rick Rubin's book, Creative Act, A Way of Being, and that one's nice. That one's very, it's it's very similar, not at all, but if you've read What I Know for Sure by Oprah, where we're discussing profound ideas with very simple language because everything is that deep and is that simple. And this book feels biblical, almost, in a sense. If you've read it, you'll understand. Because there is so much connected to the spirit when creating. Because you're just channeling source, and it's a really amazing reminder. And it's a good good place to spend your time. Because when reading takes you into a place, this is a space that feels quite enlightening. Alright, so a little update on me. Let's see what's going on with you. I ask questions on Instagram. My Instagram handle is at Lexi, just like the name of this podcast. So let's get into it. But first, a word from today's sponsors. Shout out to Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. I was so lucky as a kid. I never had seasonal allergies. It was not something I dealt with and then something switched in my mid-20s and I started developing seasonal allergies and my allergies throw off my whole morning. So let me tell you about Astapro. It is the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. I think it's important to mention that Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes while other allergy sprays can take hours. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy noses and sneezing i only recently learned about astapro i wish i knew about it sooner if you're interested get fast acting nasal allergy symptom relief with astapro go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can astapro and go today a-s-t-e-p-r-o allergy.com use as directed for relief of nasal congestion runny nose sneezing and itchy nose due to allergies okay i'm gonna get a little sad girl for a second But Mother's Day is around the corner. And if your mother is still in your life, a really unique gift that you could get is My Life in a Book. How it works is that every week, mylifeinabook.com will send your mom questions via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or custom questions that you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And My Life in a Book compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry. And then they can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. So it's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Woo! If you're interested, check out mylifeinabook.com and use code Lexi at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's M-Y-L-I-F-E-I-N-A-B-O-O-K.com and use code Lexi for 10% off today. You know the week before your period? I would argue that it's worse than your actual period. I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin. I have crazy cravings. I feel down. I feel like my head's going to explode. And I think I hate myself and everything around me and I'm on the verge of a menti and I do not know why. Then I start bleeding and I'm like, ah, oh, got it, for sure. Now it's easier than ever to manage PMS with Estro Control. Happy Mammoth is the company that created Hormone Harmony as well as estro control, and is dedicated to making women's lives easier. And that means only using science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. They make no compromise when it comes to quality, and it shows. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code Lexi, L-E-X-I-E, at checkout. That's happymammoth, H-A-P-P-Y, M-A-M-M-O-T-H.com and use the code Lexi for 15% off today. Are you looking for a new and healthier way to unwind? Let me tell you about Recess Mood. It's infused with functional ingredients, it's not just a sparkling water. It has mood-lifting magnesium and stress-balancing adaptogens so you can relax without the alcohol or the hangover. It comes in four delicious flavors, strawberry rose, tropical bliss, blood orange, and raspberry lemon think raspberry lemon's my favorite. I do like strawberry rose a lot as well. I love a fun beverage. It's nice to crack one open, pour it over ice, to unwind at home, chill on the couch, treat yourself to a night in. It's a great replacement for alcohol. It's also a way to stay balanced while on the go when you're running errands. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. So head to takearecess.com slash Lexi and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Starting from the top. What to do if you hate your crush's style? Okay, first of all, Carlotta, I'm your crush. What do you mean? Do you hate my style? Is this directed towards me? Because I know you love me. Okay, but what do you do if you hate your crush's style? I don't know. I've definitely had crushes on people with very ugly style. Which I have friends that will admit in shallow fashion that that is a deal breaker for them. I ultimately... How bad is it? You said hate. I wish Tyra were here. Should I phone a friend? I'm going to phone a friend. She'll know exactly what to say. Hi. Tyra, I'm phoning a friend for the podcast. Oh my gosh. Am I the friend? (laughs) You're the friend. Okay, exciting. The question is, what do you do if you hate your crush's style? Oh my gosh. Um you take them shopping. I mean, what do you mean? I take boys shopping all the time. You do take (laughs) boys shopping all the time. How do you bring this up to them? How do you start the, like, let's go shopping? You would look so good in this. Yes. Um. You got to always start with a compliment. Like, you got to be like, I actually love these pants that you're wearing. I think it would look really great with this. Like, how about we go grab lunch? And then after we go stop by the store I know of and we can see if we can find you some to make these pants look even better. You oh, know? you like are so men. good. Yeah. Don't lead with what you don't like, lead with what you like and just say, we're just trying to make you look even better than you already do. And then their ego is just like immediately flattered. Hear that guys? That's exactly what you need to do. Okay. Thank you so much, Tyra. I love you. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> I knew she'd know. I knew she'd know. Start with a compliment. Say, these pants would look even better with this top. I know a store. Let's go look. Let's grab lunch and then let's go to the store. Genius. All right, Jaden wants to know, how do you find your confidence? Um, If your surroundings aren't bringing it out in you, which is so supportive when they do and such a beautiful experience, sometimes solitude or getting away can kind of help you remember what your strengths are and what your interests are and what you like about yourself because... Ultimately, I think confidence comes from self-awareness and love within that. So not thinking you are the best, but loving yourself for exactly who you are. And finding it comes from doing the things that make you happy. It's really sometimes that simple where it's spending your free time the way that would make you the most fulfilled wearing the clothes that you want to wear and by that it can even mean start off with just like wearing the favorite things that you own instead of trying to give yourself an entirely new makeover but wearing your favorite underwear if you have a little like matching bra and panty set wearing that watching the movie show youtube video whatever that you actually have interest in going to the art gallery that's striking your interest going rock climbing Getting a rock climbing membership instead of getting a proper gym membership because that's a way that you think would be more exciting. Traveling somewhere that you want to travel. Studying something that you want to study. Going to the park instead of going to the party. Staying in when you don't want to go out. Going out when you don't want to stay in. Finding confidence comes from finding who you are, finding what you love to do, then following suit. Mariana said how to get to know yourself better. I feel like you truly know yourself deeply. Introspection has always been a large chunk of my thought process. I'm very lucky that I'm not much of an overthinker. I won't think the same thought over and over again. I won't spiral in the same vein, taking that path over and over. However, there's a ton of self-exploration. I do credit this to my parents allowing me to explore at a very young age. And I was a kid with a ton of interest, a ton of desires, and they allowed me the freedom to find those things out for myself. And I've tried a ton of things. So even just down to, I did gymnastics when I was really young and played basketball, made jewelry, and what else were my interests as a kid? I was a big rock climber. I was really into crafts and scrapbooking and journaling. But then when I moved in fourth grade, I suddenly became really interested in roller hockey. And I didn't want to do gymnastics anymore. I wanted to swim. And I wanted to run for class vice president and then class president. I also tried out for volleyball and soccer and cheerleading and didn't make any of those. (laughs) I definitely wanted to try everything. And then I wanted to make videos and I wanted to learn makeup. And then when I was a little older and a teenager, I was interested in dating and then I got interested in psychedelics and I, I don't know there's just been different phases not that you can compare scrapbooking to psychedelics but in a way those are all things that I entertained and because I was allowed not that I how do I say this I feel like I'm running myself into a hole a little bit right now my parents definitely didn't know that I was tripping acid at 16 <laughs> but my point is that because I was allowed to explore a ton of different things as a child, I allowed myself to explore different things as an adult. Because I was allowed to do everything, I never felt the need to... Let me really be careful with my words right now. Editing Lexi, that I have confidence in myself because my parents had confidence in me. They trusted me from day one, so I trusted myself from day one. Because my parents encouraged and trusted me. I trust myself to make wise decisions and good judgment to make sure that what I was doing was okay for me. Because nothing was forbidden, no interest that I felt inclined to explore felt like something I had to do in secret. If I wanted to be a professional artist, my parents would have said, spread your wings sore. If I wanted to go into the CIA, spread your wings and soar. If I wanted to become a YouTuber, spread your wings and soar. If I wanted to get my master's degree, spread your wings and soar. I was allowed to do whatever I wanted and I was encouraged to explore. And from so much of that, I was able to get to know myself. So in my fourth grade phase, when I wanted to only wear boy clothes, that was allowed. There was no, that's not how a lady dresses. None of that was given. It was like, okay, Mm -hmm. you wanna wear boys clothes? Fine, let's take you shopping. When I was playing roller hockey and it was time to go to high school where the roller hockey team was all boys, it was, do you want to be the girl on the boys team or do you want to learn field hockey? There were always choices. I was always given choices. And because I was given choices, I gave myself choices. And I think it led to getting to know myself. Quinn wants to know, have you seen whales in California? Going on a girls trip in August, to LA, recommendations? Okay, two different questions one yes i was in the santa monica pier on the ferris wheel when my friend and i thought we saw dolphins then she looked it up later they were whales so technically yes second recommendations in los angeles definitely come to silver lake check it out walk around echo park go to all time in los Files. you should definitely go to the beach you should go to malibu if you're looking at sun life at the malibu country mart to the right, there's a little stand that you can get burgers and, and fried food. If you go around the corner, there's sandwiches. You could get a sandwich, take it to the beach, lay out all day. There's also a dispensary called, I think it's called High Tide, if I'm not mistaken. Get yourself a little bud, something of the sort. Where else should you go? Elysian Park. I, don't, I mean, Echo Park and the Silver Lake Meadow are fine, but those are very neighborhoody. Elysian Park looks like a jungle that's a good one it's summertime you could go to a Dodgers game that could be silly get yourself a hot dog a beer have that as an evening activity fun go to the Silver Lake or the Los Feliz Flea Jones Hollywood is a fun restaurant the Orchetti pasta is great the chopped salad's great get yourself a dirty martini there they give the shaker with you so you kind of get two in one and the vibes are fun there there's a lot of history There's a lot to do in Los Angeles, and there's a lot to do around Los Angeles as well. Sky Dizzle wants to know, how do you feel about friends being flaky with plans? I'll tell you, I am a mirror, so I give what I get, and if I meet someone and I can tell that they're kind of flaky, I don't put pressure on that. Any plan that they say they want to get dinner, they want to hang out. They want to grab coffee. They want to go on a walk, whatever it may be. They ask me if I'm available. I say, yeah, you let me know. We can play it by ear. I very much don't set it in stone with them. I'm like, you let me know. If that's how they operate, I'm going to allow them to operate that way. They don't need to change. I just will know that. So I'll say, yeah, let's play it by ear. You let me know tomorrow if you're still down for dinner. But then I have other friends that I absolutely know are reliable. If we make a plan for that we're going to get dinner tomorrow, if we're going to get dinner next week, that's happening. The reservation is in place. We know. So I treat friends that aren't flaky with commitment and friends that are flaky. I don't expect anything. RVGyne? RVGine? Unsure. What were your favorite things to do in the summertime as an NYC girly? I love summer nights in New York because the humidity lingers. And so there's still a bit of warmth in the air. And you can just wear a dress out at night, no jacket. So there's something fun about a bunch of your friends grabbing a dinner, maybe you go to some janky place in Little Italy, and get pasta and drink all night and spend way too long at the table, and then go out exploring. Loved those nights. I also loved going out. There were a couple places that we frequented, and those nights were just the absolute best. Of course, hanging out at the park all day, Washington Square Park, Tompkins Square Park, Central Park, Prospect Park, wherever it may be, whatever. Uh, You know how Casey Neistat would say, the best camera is the one you have? In New York, the best park is the one that's near you. Absolutely. Also, city biking. If you don't have a city bike membership, it's so worth it App, oh oh it's so good city biking places because you know that ubers are outrageous in new york and sometimes walking if you're not in a rush is great but biking is such a happy medium if you need to get somewhere a little bit quicker and it's fun i remember one of my friends she couldn't really bike but by the end of summer she was loving it And now that's her favorite thing to do mccarran park sorry (laughs) that's the way my brain works like i will be speaking but it's almost like there's different gears going on in my brain so while i was speaking there's this other gear in my brain that's still thinking of all the different parks that you can go to anyway other things that i love doing in the summer shopping was fun because shopping in the winter when you're wearing so many layers getting into a dressing room is a nightmare when you're just wearing a skimpy little sundress and flip-flops not that i would ever wear flip-flops in new york city sandals of sorts it's so much easier to try things on grabbing yourself an aberral spritz and sitting outside come on there's oh i need to go i need to go to new york Melissa. asked how do you enjoy the present fully instead of worrying about the future or reminiscing on the past the past you have to just accept as what it was there's that you can always heal from it of course calm yourself rewrite the narrative but accept what's happening in this exact moment. I know it's easier said than done, but at the same time, it's a muscle that you can strengthen. It's a skill worth having. Dare I say it's one of the most important skills that you can have in this life is learning how to be in the present moment. The future hasn't happened yet and technically it has. The future isn't here. The past isn't here. This is all there is right now. So for example, if you're in the car right now listening to me, okay, your hands are on the wheel you're looking out the window, looking at what's in front of you, you're hearing my voice. That's all that's happening. Wherever you're driving to, you're not there yet. No need to make expectations. Where you're coming from, where you're driving away from, that's back there. You're not dealing with that right now. You're just in the car with your hands on the wheel, looking ahead, listening to me. Be there. If you're on a walk, same thing. What you're walking away from, what's going on at home, that's not happening right now. Your moment is you on the sidewalk. You're cleaning your room. That's all you're doing. You know what I mean? You're making something. You're, you're studying. You're working on something. You're drawing something. Be there. Whatever you're doing while listening to me, hi, this is it. Right now, this is it. There's nothing else. Just this right now, okay? Breathe in. Breathe out. That's the present moment. Try to do that as often as you can. M3Marit asked, what's something not on your bucket list? Like something you can live without doing bungee jumping. Oh my God, that feels like a nightmare. Absolute nightmare. Other thing I could go my whole life without doing. Scuba diving deep in the ocean, way too much equipment, way too heavy. When I'm watching The Little Mermaid, when I'm watching Avatar, I wanna be free swimming deep underwater. I don't want all this equipment on me, that's not sexy, that's not a mermaid, no thanks. A cruise, something else I have no interest in being a part of. I don't wanna be on a giant boat in the middle of the ocean with a cafeteria. Arian aim asked for party hosting tips. Anything you don't want touched, hide. Put it away. If you don't want shoe marks, you can make the demand. Shoes off, sure. But you have to accept that whatever's going on in your party is happening in your party. You You need to be able to let go and allow. Other party hosting tips... Tyra hired a man to make tacos at our last party, and he had a little grill on our deck. That was so nice to have actual food, like a real chef making, like someone working on a stove making fresh tacos and quesadillas for people was marvelous. We supplied margaritas, chips, guac, that whole thing. Also, I love having a theme. Personally, I prefer having a smaller gathering over a big party in terms of hosting. My favorites last year were game nights, and we would have themes for it. So we had brunch after dark. Uh, We did let's take a dip, and everyone brought a different dip. You could also do an attire theme. Like my friend's having a birthday party right now, and the entry fee is a scratch-off which I think is so clever and adorable. At my birthday party, I had stickers by the cups. That way people could remember which one was theirs. Sometimes people will do Sharpies, but I just had so many stickers for some reason. They're from like my old Lily Pulitzer agendas. I have a lot of things. (laughs) Let me just tell you that waste is something that I fear And I know my carbon footprint is probably so bad, but there are things that I've kept. Like, I haven't bought a Lily Pulitzer agenda in years. But do I still have the stickers from them? Yeah, absolutely. Did I have a little Lily Pulitzer themed beach ball sticker on my cup? Absolutely. Domenica Garcia asked for any tips on how to support your partner when they are grieving. Asking, do you want space? Do you want a listening ear? Or do you want a distraction? Millie Mullins asked for opinions on being tan slash skin cancer dilemma. Wear sunscreen. You can still get a tan by wearing sunscreen and reapplying. Also, if you have skin that's prone to skin cancer, fake tan. It's certainly not worth it. I love sun. It makes me feel good. But I wear sunscreen every single day and reapply it often lexi bonnet asked for book recommendations she's in a reading slump i think you should read the creative act by rick rubin because that's what i'm reading and i'm enjoying it kimberly wants to know about thoughts on solo traveling similar to things that are not on my bucket list i've never had the desire to solo travel or to live alone i enjoy my alone time but traveling with a friend even just one person makes things so much easier. Now, if you are fiercely independent, by all means, you should. I just don't necessarily have that desire. And then I hate to say it, I do fear for my safety, but there are so many solo female travelers out there. It's possible. I hear that Costa Rica is one of the safest places for females to travel. It feels off-brand to say that I'm not interested in solo traveling, but for some reason, I'm just not yet. Ian Lopez asked for tips on finding my personal style. I never really feel true to myself in my clothes. If you have yet to find clothes that you feel true to yourself in, I would suggest rather than buying new things to get items tailored to your body. Nothing feels better than an item that fits your body perfectly. Whether that's a pair of pants or a jacket, just getting the sleeves right, getting the shoulders right, getting the waist right, getting the length right, it is absolutely game-changing because you can wear anything and if it fits, it's going to look great. Maya asked, how do I deal with an all-consuming crush? It's actually killing me. Been there, done that, bought the t-shirt, could be the spokesperson. Oh my god. Do I know this experience? An obsessive crush is one of the funniest, most ridiculous, all-consuming chapters in life. I had a crush on someone last summer and it took up I'm not exaggerating 90% of my brain space. I would be driving alone in the car, picturing myself having conversations with this person, laughing, playing a song as if they were in the car, like listening to it. Pict- so many fantasies. I was living in a fantasy world. <laughs> it will pass. You're either going to move in the same direction or you guys are going to move away. But it will end. Just know that it's funny and ridiculous and not that big of a deal. But it is, it is, it like takes up so much of your brain space and now that I'm not in that headspace I'm like oh that was cute but during the time I was like wait 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 I'm actually thinking about them incessantly I'm seeing they watch my Instagram story I'm texting them seeing like like asking what I should say back all the things all the things you're doing everything with them in mind (laughs) Uh, other things that you can do is add someone else to the mix Just to get more eggs in the basket or put your eggs in different baskets, whichever visual aligns with you more. Get out there, go on dates, have someone else that you can text instead of them. Um, Take up a hobby of sorts. Like you gotta, you gotta do something else. You gotta add something to do with your time. Katie asked for me to describe my summer in one word so far. Bright. Gonna say flirty. It is flirty and bright. Everything feels pretty light right now and fun. I'm excited. It feels like a good kickoff. The trip really did something for me. Snuggy Flo wants to ask my go-to meal at Air One. Guys, when I was watching Avatar, I couldn't drive to Air One because I was on mushrooms, but here's the thing. Let's talk about Air One for a second. Air One, I... I feel as if I should be above one that I should know that I don't, I'm not spending my money wisely, that I'm spending far too much money there, but the craving is so specific and when you have it, only one can, oh, it's just, they have me wrapped around their finger and I, I would give it all to them, it is disturbing. I ordered... A kale and white bean salad and a chicken tortilla soup to my house, $51. You heard that. $51. $51. Yes, it was delivery. But it was also soup and salad for one. My go-to meal at Air One at the moment is the kale and white bean salad. It's so fresh for the summer. There are so many good salads. But I recently got back on that because the avocado has been so sweet and buttery lately and it's hitting the spot. I was a hot plate girl for a while, but I was spending too much. I was spending too much and now it's so hot outside that I don't really want a hot plate. I'm much more into the salads at the moment. But they've lately been having this, I think it's like a Korean fried broccoli that's really, really good. I also love their chicken taquitos, but they haven't had those lately, so it's been the kale and white bean salad for me. Hannah asked for my favorite place I've traveled as of late Mallorca. Mallorca was stunning. Clear blue water. So fresh. Jumping into it. (gasps) One of the most exhilarating, calming, and refreshing and rejuvenating experiences all at the same time that I've ever experienced. Hannah also asked, who's my favorite artist, musical artist at the moment? Ethel Kane, going through a really big Ethel Kane phase. I've been listening to Preacher's Daughter over and over again, and it's not very summery. It's not very light, but I am so, so incredibly obsessed with Thoroughfare, Sunbleached Flies, American Teenager, Family Tree Intro, and Crush. Oh, I like this. Eliza asked for my favorite philosophical debate. Oh, that's such a good question. The first one that jumped into my head was assisted suicide. And the morality of that. Also classically, if there is a meaning to everything, is it all meaningful or is it all meaningless? Is there a point? Is it just play? I also love discussing the afterlife. I'm always so, so curious what people think happens to us after we leave Earth. Andy asked for my favorite things in life. Oh, this is a great question to end on. I love bright green grass. I love driving through windy roads in the mountains, especially if it's overlooking the water. I love jumping into a cold pool on a hot day. Love jumping into the ocean. I love finishing a good book. Actually, I love the part in a book when you really get into it because actually finishing it is not my favorite part. I would say when it comes to completing things, I love when I publish a YouTube video. That's one of my favorite things in life. Oh, another favorite thing in life, when I say, hello, hello, everybody. I'm Lexi Lombard, your host of the At Lexi podcast. I love a chocolate banana milkshake. I love peanut butter. I love dining, dining, at a restaurant with a group of friends for hours and hours and hours. I love the sound of the piano. I love a perfectly fitting piece of clothing. I love the first day having a new phone. I love when a baby or an animal takes liking to you. I love getting close to any animals, especially ones that aren't necessarily domestic. I love getting on a man's shoulders. I love a man's hands. I love traveling somewhere new. I love being in a room of people where I know no one. I love being put in a social setting where the only person I know is myself. And I have to rely on myself to make friends. I love when someone's scratching my back like not even a back massage, just tracing my back with their fingers. I love someone braiding my hair. I love braiding someone else's hair. I love someone doing my makeup. I love doing someone else's makeup. I love that. I love sleepovers. I could talk about these things all week. I Forever. I could talk about all of my favorite things in life for hours and hours and hours and hours. But I would love to know yours. And if you made it all this way. Thank you so much for listening. I truly appreciate it. Thank you for being here. And I hope you have an amazing week. Take care. XOXO, Lexi.